How's it going today, guys? Once again, we're back here in the studio. Another episode of Hot Takes with TP3 today. I have a special guest with us, Matt Corey, former college football quarterback. Say what's up to the people. What's up, guys? And so today we're going to do a little fantasy football preview for y'all. For y'all. This is kind of like a too early before we really see any preseason games, what we're going to get and stuff. So who knows, some of these players could end up getting cut. They could get less playing time, but this is kind of the too early fantasy football projections we have for this upcoming season. So let's get start out with some strategy. Matt, what's kind of your go-to strategy when drafting a fantasy football team? So I think it you know, depends year to year. Um, obviously, in previous years, you can go receivers, you know, first or second round, uh, you know, more so than this year. And this year, based on how the running backs are going in a lot of mock drafts and NFL and also on ESPN mock drafts, you know, you got to pick up two running backs quick. If you don't get your second running back by the early third round, you're going to get some mediocre guys or RB2 and and, you know, you're not going to end up having a good season. Yeah, you're going to get stuck with a guy who's, like, splitting carries or, like, a two-down backer. Like, you can't get stuck with guys like that or, like, a Ronald Jones or somebody who's really unproven. Like, it's just going to be a big hit-or-miss running back, which, I mean, sometimes you'll hit, but you really don't want your season to come down to that. And, like, running backs are probably the most consistent players because usually your running back's going to run for at least one touchdown a Sunday. Right, exactly. And a lot of those second-tier guys – or I guess third tier guys that could be a, a a bad RB two where a lot of them are rookies who are going in like the fourth and fifth round late fourth early fifth you know sixth round and rookies are you know it's just big question marks so you know if they're not a rookie they're a third down pass catching back it's just someone that you don't want to risk as an RB two yeah absolutely they're week in and week out you really don't know what you can get from them and if anything in fantasy football you want sure things week to week and that's what I try to shoot for but. My main strategy, like you said, running backs first. I like to. I usually will take three running backs with my first three picks, and honestly, possibly I might use my fourth or fifth pick on a running back too if there's one I really like. Because worst case scenario, somebody's gonna get stuck in that situation, and they're gonna beg for running backs, and you're just gonna keep telling them like, "Yo, give me these this receiver," and at first they're gonna be like, "No," but once they keep losing, and then they realize they're about to be completely eliminated, they're gonna have to buy into getting ripped off in a trade or something like that, which always works well too. Right, that's what you did last year. You had two studs right at the beginning that you got Kareem Hunt in the third or fourth round. Yeah. I can't remember which one and you just kind of dominated dominated the league. So Yeah, at that point Kareem one of my drafts he was ranked like seventy first and I still took him in the third round just because running backs like you, we were just talking about were just going like that. There was literally none left on the board so I had to risk it all on Kareem Hunt. Then in that one by the time we drafted in the other league he was like thirty first. Yeah. So I mean I had to but I also go for players a lot of who are on high powered offenses like for example, Tyreek Hill, like I really didn't feel good about him, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to risk it on him. And like same thing with Keenan Allen. I knew both those teams throw the ball a lot, so they're good risks. Right, yeah. So when you're, especially when you're going receivers, you got to go high-powered offenses or really bad defenses, right? So on one hand, you could be a high-powered offense like the Chiefs were last year. You know, you know Tyreek Hill is going to get, um, you know, five or six touches, and you know he's probably going to break one or two for at least 20 or 30 yards and get you a good game. On the other hand, you know, you can go for – a worse team, you know. I for the up until last year, the last few years, I always got Eli Manning, you know, because I knew that they were going to be down going in this in this yeah. uh, second half, and they're going to be throwing and or, or or Matt Stafford when the the Lions were really bad, um, and, and they end up having three hundred and fifty yards, you know, three touchdowns and two picks, which any fantasy owner would take yeah and even like Philip Rivers and Drew Brees before the Saints were good again like he would yeah. he'd come out and he'd throw the ball 40 times second half and he'd in the he'd have maybe 40 yards pass in the first half but he in the game with almost 500 yards is same thing with yeah. Philip Rivers like they're, they're that, that's the way to do it you know if, if you're drafting a quarterback high and you're 
you know, if you're drafting an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson, when you can be getting a stud or a wide receiver two or a stud RB two, you know, that's a mistake. You got to wait till you know the tenth round and get a you know a team or a quarterback on a team that throws the ball thirty five forty times a game. You'll be just you'll be just as good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I I always wait. There's always going to be a good quarterback that falls down the board that nobody's going to take. And then on top of that, even there's always going to be like you can take two quarterbacks like a prospect and one you know it's a sure thing, or you can get two that are kind of like way down the board like Matt Ryan and Philip Rivers. Like they have Pat Mahomes rated ahead of Matt Ryan. That's like, a joke. Yeah, Matt Ryan is uh, one of my sleepers at quarterback. I have him and Philip Rivers right now. Philip Rivers is also ranked like in the I think he's like 15th or something like that. Like it's absurd how far down they are on the board but I feel like they're both really good value quarterbacks you can get late yeah they got good receiving cores you know they got good offenses and in San Diego you know they got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams who could be pretty good Melvin Gordon's a workhorse oh yeah you know the Falcons obviously have a an awesome offense if you can get Matt Ryan or Phillip Rivers you know 10th 11th 12th round that's a steal Oh, no doubt about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there's so many good quarterbacks you can wait so much later to get, and you can always get two of them and play them based off matchups and stuff. Like, even Jared Goff, he's ranked even more below them. Jimmy he's ranked Garoppolo. like 20th, which yeah. is absurd. He had an awesome season last year. Yeah, he was top. I think he was like the sixth or seventh best quarterback fantasy-wise yeah. last year, and it just makes no sense. And the Rams offense even got better. They got rid of probably Sammy Watkins, the most one of the most overrated wide yeah, yeah, he's on my uh, receiver stay away from. But let's get into here our top five quarterbacks. At number one, I currently have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know you have him too, right? You got to have Aaron Rodgers. He might be the most talented quarterback ever. You know, he his mind for the game. You see him. Uh, you know, defense is jumping off sides four or five times a game. You know, he makes good decisions. He has one of the strongest arms, and he can avoid pressure, unlike almost almost like Russell Wilson can. You know, so he. He has to be your first. Yeah, almost to me. I mean, like you said, he's like a bigger Drew Brees almost and like Russell Wilson. Like he's taller than both of them and he can get outside of the pocket. Obviously, Wilson's more gifted with his legs who I have at number two. But he can – yeah, Rodgers just finds people down the field. And he has a pretty decent receiving core too, which I do like with Devontae – who does he have? Jimmy Graham, Devontae Adams. Um, Randall Cobb. Um, Geronimo Allison. And then Geronimo Allison's like their wide receiver three right now. There's another guy I can't think, can't think of his name. Um but he's you know playing pretty well. I think it's a, some wide receiver, um, new guy who's playing pretty well with him in spring uh, or in uh, training camp right now. So he'd be their wide receiver four. But yeah, it, it's a good receiving core. Yeah, and it's never really mattered who he's throwing to. He always has so many injuries on the O line, running backs. Some uh, Jordy Nelson was always injured. Yeah. Like he would find Jeff Janis on those big catches. Exactly. Like. And that's the only question mark when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Is you know last year both of his tackles were hurt. You know, so if Bakhtiari and I can't remember the other tackle's name, if they if they're hurt again, he you know might not be as successful because he's going to be running away from pressure the entire time. But they're both healthy right now. If you look at the training camp reports and and their offense looks like it's going to be you know going to be high powered for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And as my uh, QB two, I have Russell Wilson at three. I have Drew Brees. Four, I have Brady. Five, I have Carson Wentz. I just have Russell Wilson at number two. I, I like what he can do when he runs around and extends plays in the backfield. He also rushes for a good amount of yards, runs for a couple touchdowns, so he makes up for it. Honestly, he's never really had a gifted receiving core, but he was QB1 last year. I had him on my team. I picked him up way late in the draft. I feel like Wilson's kind of a guy like that. Like He, he makes the most of whatever he has. He had the worst offensive line play in the yeah, worst. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably has – I wouldn't put Doug Baldwin in, in its, as a top 15 receiver in the league, even though he's ranked 13th in fantasy. But, I mean, like skill-wise, I wouldn't have him as a top 15 guy. But right. 
I just feel like Russell Wilson makes the most of what he has. I mean, Drew Brees, we said he's had the most 5,000-yard passing seasons ever. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, he's so good. It's just be foolish to pass up Drew Brees on the board. I mean, Drew Brees also ranked – he's ranked pretty pretty low down there. I mean, I think he's like number quarterback six or seven or eight or something like that. So, I mean, right. you could even get Drew Brees later on. I know Brady – I mean, Brady, he obviously ha- doesn't have a great receiving court either this year. But, I mean, he's t- it's Tom Brady. Like, he's – yeah. He always makes the most of what he has. I mean, he he has Gronk, though, which he loves. Yeah, Drew Brees is the seventh-ranked QB right now on the board. So, I mean. And, and for Brady, you know, he's getting old. He's not quite as physically talented as a lot of other players. But, you know, the scheme's so good. The the uh, uh, Obviously, Gronkowski's insane. The running backs, they always contribute a lot. And they play the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. I mean, Jesus Christ. They, like, they're, they're, yeah. they're, their division is so pathetic that he's going to have an insane year again. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And then I have Carson Wentz at number five. I just feel like if Carson Wentz can even come back and play half as good as he did last year, I think he can definitely cover that. I mean, he was an absolute fantasy, like, monster. Like, he was putting 30, 40-point games. He's a stud. You know, there's a little bit of a question mark with the ACL, and there's also, you know, will they will teams be able to, you know, defend them a little bit better than they did last year because they have more film on them. Um, you know, I don't have him in my top five, but I think he'll be another good quarterback, another quarterback that'll, that'll be a worthy pick. Oh, yeah, for sure. What's, what do you have as your top so, five? So mine's pretty similar, but there's one big difference. Um, I have Matt Stafford as number two, and, and, and this is why. So uh, like I said earlier, you know, he always puts up a ton of yards. He might throw, he's kind of, he's a gunslinger, right? So he'll throw a couple picks. But, you know, last year, the end of the year before this year, you know, um, Jim Bob Cooter, and he is the offensive coordinator, um, and, and they seem to click pretty well. And their offense has been high powered since Jim Bob Cooter took over. Um, but more importantly, they got Carry on Johnson, and they've had essentially third down pass catching running backs in on first, second, and third down with mm-hmm. Abdullah and Theo Riddick. Now that they have a guy who can be a workhorse, I've seen this kid play. You know, Carry on Johnson played against Georgia. He was, I think, the offensive player of the year in the SEC. Yeah. And he's a train. And my biggest thing, too, about Carry on Johnson, who I have as one of my running back sleepers, or right. as one of my running back prospects, is he played his two best games against NFL defenses, which yeah. was Georgia and Alabama. And he had a hurt shoulder against Alabama. Exactly. He's a stud. So if he, if there, if defenses have to put more people in the box, um, in in order to defend the run with with carry on Johnson there, you know the uh, Lions have a sneaky good receiving core. They got Tate who's good. They got Marvin Jones who's good. They got Kenny Galladay who's a second year guy who could be yeah. pretty good. And then they got T J Jones. Shout out Roswell. Uh, he he's a, he's a good wide receiver four too. You know, so I think I think Matt, I got Matt Stafford number two. I think he's about to be you know, arguably an MVP candidate this year. Yeah, no, I definitely like Matt Stafford. He's a guy who I honestly think would be there later on the board when I look to pick QBs that I'm kind of trying to target as one of my QBs. So definitely like that there. What uh, QBs do you not like? I have Andrew Luck and Dak Prescott. Yeah, you know, so Andrew Luck for the obvious reasons. You know, if he's good, if he comes back, he can still have a decent season. But I don't think, you know, he's going to have any better of a season than, you know, Phillip Rivers or, or uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, who I have fifth. Um, you know, so I don't think he's, he, it's just too much of a risk, right? And then I have, um, I have Deshaun Watson. Uh, so a lot of people love Deshaun Watson, um, especially a lot of people who, who we know love Deshaun Watson from around here. I'm on the Deshaun Watson bandwagon. He is athletic, um, and he has a decent arm, but he is inaccurate. He throws, and every, people who know me know that I've been on this anti-Deshaun Watson train for 
since Clemson. Oh, yeah, you always and, have. And obviously, I know you have the argument that he was really good, led him to a national championship. I understand he's good. But he's coming off a big-time knee injury. He throws uh, – at his last year at Clemson, he led the Power Five in turnovers. Last year, he had like nine turnovers in five or six games. Mm-hmm. He threw a lot of touchdowns, but a lot of those were DeAndre Hopkins jumping over people, which is why I think he's my, he's my number three receiver. He's a stud. You know, um, and more importantly, I just think people are on that hype train or they're going to draft him too high. It's not that I wouldn't draft him. You know, I just wouldn't draft him as high as people are going to draft him. You know, they're drafting. He's going like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth top, uh, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I think he's more like a 10th, 12th guy. Like I would if he was there in the 10th round, I'd snag him. Oh, absolutely. But I'm not going to I'm not going to draft him in the sixth round with when I can get, you know, a, a stud receiver or, or, a, or you know, Josh Gordon or Emmanuel Sanders or someone who's going to be good. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite of you. I like Deshaun Watson. I just don't have him in my top five just because I feel like that there is definitely a little question mark with coming back from the knee injury, so I'd take one of those guys over and if I was going to take a quarterback early. But I really don't like Dak Prescott just because the the Cowboys' receiving core is definitely depleted. The Cowboys' receiving core is like a mediocre college receiving core. They got Cole Beasley as their number one. They got Alan Hearns, who relies – heavily on touchdowns you know he was decent a couple years ago but he had like nine touchdowns last year he was broke he was horrible yeah because he didn't score um you know they got terrence williams who's i, I mean terrence williams would make an nfl roster but he wouldn't be a top three on probably yeah. 25 different rosters they have deontay thompson he's like yeah. another one of those like number three four receiver on mid like right. yeah it's not much there yeah, I just I think I mean Dak will run the ball and get points there for that stuff like he always has in the past, but I just don't really. Yeah, I I don't think he'll be good. Um, some guys though that I'm high on that, like I said, Matt Stafford. You know, I think he's going to go in the tenth round. I think mm-hmm. he could be an MVP this year. Um, Jared Goff, we mentioned it earlier. He's just getting drafted so low in mocks right now that may you know you could draft him in one of your last picks or just keep an eye on him. I think he'll be you know for the waiver wire he'll be yeah. a stud. And then Case Keenum, everybody always shits on Case Keenum, but he was he was like this. He had the second best QBR last year. He's got Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders Cortland and Sutton. Cortland Sutton, who's a beast. Um, and then he's got Royce Freeman in the backfield to give him a little bit more respectable run game. You know, Case Keenum could have another top 10 fantasy season again and he's definitely going to be a waiver wire guy oh yeah and he's got a great defense they just added Bradley Chubb to them and I feel like they're going to get teams off the field a lot so I mean he's going to have a lot more opportunities a lot of time with the ball I definitely like Keenum in there as a sleeper I also have like we said earlier Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers are way far down the board too so I like both them as some sleeping picks too uh prospect quarterbacks I like I wouldn't you can't rely on these guys to be like your good starting QB but you can definitely kind of rely on them a little bit like you know what I mean like take them as a backup and see how they go right I like Jimmy Garoppolo and Pat Mahomes I mean Shanahan we saw what he did in Atlanta we saw what he did with the little bit of time he had with Garoppolo I don't see why right. that wouldn't happen again and they got Pierre Garçon back and Pierre they added Jarek McKinnon, who's a great yeah. pass catching back, and then Pat Mahomes is the same way too. He's a gunslinger, so if he can keep the turnovers down, he could definitely do something. That's the thing. There's been reports in training camp. I think he threw seven picks in the first five, you know, versus the ones in uh, versus the number one defense, which is a lot. You know, it's noteworthy. He, he's always throws a lot of picks. Uh, you know he's got an incredible arm, probably a top five talented arm, and he can he's mobile too, or or at least decently mobile. Um, you know that's that's the type of guy for me who I get maybe with my last pick or waiver wire if he has like you know a good week one and week two maybe you pick him up. But 
Um, I personally think he might not be ready this year, but he's definitely someone to you know maybe hold and figure out. Yeah, yeah. To see if he'll be a stud. He's got he's got all the talent for sure. Oh yeah, you got any more quarterbacks you want to talk about before we move to running backs? Uh, no, that's about it. I was going to say another thing with Case Keenum. They got the Raiders in their division, the Chiefs in their division, who both are terrible. Yeah, Chiefs so defense. The Chiefs is defense not, lost everybody. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like they lost Derek Johnson. He's been a staple in the defense for ten years. Like I just and, don't. And Marcus Peters. Yeah, and, you, know, you got Eric Berry. Berry have three major injuries now. One yeah. ACL and Achilles. Like especially Achilles, nobody comes back from that injury. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I just don't really see it. Um, let's start running backs here. My top. Top five running backs at number one. I have Todd Gurley. Number, Gotta have him there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, not much else to say. He won NFL Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I th- I've got it. I think he might win MVP. I either have him or Deshaun. Those are my bold predictions. But number two, I got Ezekiel Elliott. Like I said earlier, I don't believe in the Cowboys receiving court or Dak Prescott really that much throwing the ball. Right. I think he's very shaky. So I think they're going to use that beefed up offensive line. They just invested a ton of money into Zach Martin. Zeke had like what was it six weeks off last year? He's well rested. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna ride him all the way as far long as they can. I mean he'll right. be getting twenty five thirty carries a game, so I definitely like Ezekiel Elliott there. Number three, I have Le'Veon Bell. That is if he doesn't hold out. I mean we've all seen what Le'Veon Bell can do. How elusive he is at running. He's a stud. Yeah, he's yeah. so big and so agile. He's he's the man. I've never seen somebody be as patient of a running back as he is and hit. That's the a, hole. that's the thing. Yeah, the way that he hits the hole is unlike any running back that like any that we've ever seen but mm. he does it so effectively and he can fall forward even when he gets hit you know one yard downfield he ends up getting three yards so. oh yeah no for sure and especially for ppr too he's a beast with all those catches he gets right. um number four i have alvin kamara especially with marking or ming out for those first four games kamara is gonna run the ball over teams i mean he's he's a beast like he's hard to go down to i've yeah. seen him put his hand in the ground and get back up and all kinds of stuff like that. I played him in high school. He had 120 yards and three touchdowns in the first quarter on us. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was, was about a, to say. He probably had like, yeah. probably like 10 carries for him to get all that, if yeah. even 10 carries. And then number five, I got David Johnson. He, he had an injury all season, but it was a wrist injury, which is – not a bad thing actually because it's not a lower body injury which right. is big and you know he's gonna be well rested he didn't have a lot of hits on his body last year so yeah I got the same the exact same uh, top five a little bit different shifted around I got you know Le'Veon and Johnson at two or three and Elliott at four Kamara at five uh-huh. yeah the only reason I have Elliott a little bit lower is because the receiving core is so bad I think that teams can put seven or even eight in the box at times, and that's mm-hmm. that's hard for anybody to run. Yeah. Um, so even if they're getting him, you know, thirty touches, he may only get eighty, eighty or ninety yards. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, if you're getting any of those five running backs right there, your fantasy team's going to be in good shape. I think. I and I have Melvin Gordon as my number six back, and Fournette at seven. Yeah. And honestly, if you get any of those backs then you'll be solid I actually have Melvin Gordon in there as a sleeper just because I think that people draft wide receivers and other stuff so if you're panicking looking for a running back do not hesitate to take Melvin Gordon even though he's ranked 15th on the ESPN's big board yeah he's ranked he's ranked high you know I think the only reason he's like he's a sleeper right so people are planning on taking him late first or middle to middle second probably so he's not a sleeper in that sense but you know, he could be just as good as any of the top five, so that's... Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I mean, he was the fifth overall running back last year. Um, let's get to running backs here we don't like. I don't like the Patriots running backs. Like you said, Sonny Michelle's been injured. He's going to probably miss right. the next 10 days of practice. I mean, the Patriots, though, have been known for shuffling around running backs. Like, I had Mike Gillisley in both my leagues last year. He was a he was the top right. running back for three weeks, and after that, he never saw the yeah, field again. exactly. Like, they didn't give him the ball after, like, week three. So. Yeah, and besides, they shuffle in, like, four or five running backs anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, I mean, you can pick up, you know, Rex Burkhead or 
or Sony Michelle midway through the season if they're you know having her having a good year and seem to be getting a lot of touches, but. You know, I wouldn't draft them too high for sure. Yeah, you definitely can't rely on them. And that's one of those, if you got them as your running back two or three, your team's not. Right, which that's exactly why so we, we started this off with. you got to get two running backs in the first three rounds, if, this year especially. You know, if, if you miss out on a decent running back two, you're going to end up with a rookie who has injury history. You know? Yeah. Um, next running back I don't like is Marshawn Lynch. I'm not even going to lie. If, I have, if it was last three pick time and Marshawn Lynch is still on the board, I'm probably not taking him. I just think that he's too old. He really didn't do anything last year in Oakland. I think Oakland's going to be pretty bad this year. I'm avoiding Oakland completely, dude. I'm avoiding every single player on that team. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I just feel like that seems just a dumpster fire waiting to happen. I mean, they brought in Gruden, who's an offensive coach, so the the passing game might be a little bit better for them, but I just don't really, I just don't really see that. He's slow. He's fat. He's ugly. He, he's not good, dude. <laughs> hey, I'm a big Marshawn Lynch fan, but it's just time for him to hang the Avoid cleats up. Lynch. Avoid Lynch. Yeah, like the plague. A hundred percent. Um, the Browns running backs. I just think there's too many of them. Duke Johnson's like that third down pass catching back. Nick Chubb and Carlos Hyde are probably going to split carries. They've got a relatively talented backfield. It's just yeah. you know who's going to get the ball. It's tough to know. Yeah, it's just going to be a crapshoot week to week. But now, if there's an injury to one of them, I would hop on one of. I would hop, hop on, on the other one in the waiver wire. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the other one I have is uh, Brashad Penny from Seattle. I mean, Seattle really hasn't had a run game since Lynch left, and it's because of that offensive line, and he's not even looking like he's going to get the starting yeah, job. Yeah, dude, that, that's a good segue right into my one of my main sleepers is Chris Carson. He was a he was four yards a carry last year, 200 yards in the first couple games. He was a stud, and then he had a big injury. Um, th- this dude is jacked. He's huge. He's powerful. He can catch. He's a really good running back, and he looks like he's going to start over Penny. Penny's another one of those – Running backs, it looks like they might go right in the fourth or fifth round again, which is why you need to draft two running backs in the top three. Some guys I have to avoid, though. Like I said, Penny, Michelle, because he's hurt. I have Hunt, and and Hunt, I think, is going to be good, but similar reasons to Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I think, and also, you know, like I said, with Mayhomes, I just don't think they're going to be very good this year. I don't think they're going to have a pass offense that people are going to have to, you know, drop six people back in, you know, to, to defend. So if they can have a, if they're going to have a lot of uh, defenders in the box, you know, I don't know how, how good of a season Hunt's going to have. Uh, I think he'll, he's definitely worth drafting. I mean, no question. But yeah, late first, early second is when he's going right now, and I think that's just too high. If he was there late second, early third, I'd, I'd obviously, I'd definitely yeah. take him, but because he's he's so talented. But I, I just I would avoid him because he's you know too early. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I think he's I think he's more the ones to wait on. I like Dalvin Cook before him off the oh, board. Oh yeah, I like Dalvin Cook. I like Fournette. I like. Gordon, I like all them before. Oh, yeah. And it should be even more proof the season Florida State had this last year of how good Dalvin Cook was. He was the whole team for us. Obviously, we lost our quarterback, but still, like, Dalvin Cook. If Dalvin Cook's healthy, he could be a top five running back. Oh, absolutely. He can carry a workload, no doubt about it. Um, Another sleeper running back I have is Jordan Howard. I believe he is like the 13th ranked running back right now on ESPN. I think that's way too high up for him. I think the Bears are going to be a sneaky good team this year, and I think they'll ride him a lot this year and give him a lot of touches. And I mean, he had a good season last year and a good rookie outing. He had a good season. He had a really good rookie outing. He had a good season last year with the worst pass offense in the league. Now that they bolster up that pass offense, where they got um, who Allen they got? Robinson. Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Trey Burton, and a second year Mitchell Trubisky. 
you know, the, yeah. that could really open up things up for Jordan Howard, and, who's really talented. Yeah, and they also added Anthony Miller from Memphis. Oh, yeah. He's a stud. He's oh, one yeah. of my sleeper receivers. Yeah, he's, he's one so of my prospect receivers for sure. It's the next uh, Antonio Brown. Oh, I could see it. I could see yeah. it. I, honestly, he destroyed UCLA. And almost every single time I watched him play, I was like, who is this he guy? He looked at his stats. He had like 200 yards. He had like nine receptions for 200 yards and two touchdowns almost every single game at Memphis. Yeah, against UCLA, there was literally three different plays where they just threw him the ball. He outran the defense twice for two deep balls and there's another one they just threw him the ball and he literally made like four people miss and just took off well that's the thing he can run all the routes too you know he's kind of a little guy but he runs inside routes he runs deep routes he runs outbreaking routes he does it all yeah it's just like exactly like antonio brown like yeah. i think he draws a lot of the similarity coming from a small conference like that like, i think antonio brown's from the mac he's from i guess conference usa is no more it's the american now so it's right. the same it's the same thing but my other sleeper running back out is jarek mckinnon uh, the first yeah. year with Shanahan, Carlos Hyde had more catches than he had his entire career. So I just think McKinnon's a solid sleeper there. I think McKinnon's just overall talented. Yeah, you know, he's a good pass catcher. He's a good runner. He did well in the Vikings. You know, the 49ers are bolstering their offensive line. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he'll be an improvement over last year's quarterbacks. Uh, Jared McKinnon's a good pick. He's one of the guys who, you know, you, you he could be your, your running back too, potentially. Oh, easily, yeah. Uh, who do you have as your prospect backs? So... So I think Alex Collins uh, in the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, yeah. He's, he's good. way too low down there. He's good. He's going in like the sixth round. I think if you get him in the – I'd get him in the fourth or fifth. Um, you know, I think he uh, – if he's your running back three, he's the best running back three in the league. Um, he, he's a stud. Yeah, he's ranked 19th right now in ESPN. Yeah, no, he's – I think he's probably more like 10th or 12th for sure. And lastly, I got Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman's coming off uh, an Achilles injury, I think. But when he gets the ball, he is a stud. He rushed for 2,200 yards at Texas. Um, yeah. Right now, Lamar Miller is number one. But Lamar Miller is sorry, dude. He's so – he's old. He gets – he could be – there would be nobody in front of him, and he would trip and fall at four yards. He's yeah. ne- he never gets more than four yards on any single rush. You know, uh, so I think Deontay Foreman, if, he's, if he comes back healthy, he's not worth drafting. But uh, look at him on the waiver wire. Yeah, he's ranked forty eighth right now. Yeah. I like I like that pick too. Uh, he's I've, done. I've CJ Anderson as a as a prospect slash sleeper back. I think that the Panthers run the ball a lot. I mean, they obviously have McCaffrey, who's more right. of a pass catching back. I think he could. I mean, Jonathan Stewart still had a good season with McCaffrey, so I think he can. It resemble. depends on how much they want to use McCaffrey. Yeah, no, no doubt about that, and how much they want to use Cam as well as their ball carrier. Right. But I mean, I, he can only take so many hits. And my other prospect backs I have is uh, Royce Freeman for Denver. Royce Freeman's good. Yeah, I definitely like him as a prospect back. He's really good at Oregon. And then I have Kirion Johnson, who we were talking about earlier. I mean, right. he can run. The, I just feel like he's very low down the board. He's in the 30s. So, I mean, that's another good pick right there. He'll go to wide receivers here. Um, at number one, I have Antonio Brown. I mean, there's just – You'd be dumb not to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he might even take a couple kicks to the house when the Steelers need it. So, there's some extra points too right yeah. there. Um, at number two, I have Odell Beckham. He's yep. in a contract year this year. I mean, at, he hasn't signed the deal yet. That's why this, I said this is too early. So until he signs the deal, he's my number two receiver. And even if he does, he's only going to drop to like three or four maybe. Right. Uh, number three, Nuke Hopkins we talked about earlier. Sean Watson back. He's a freak. He can, he's a freak. He had that one season where they had four different QBs, and he caught a touchdown from every single one of them. Yeah. For, no, he's, he's super talented, and he's – you know, proven to be uh, their quarterbacks, right? Deshaun Watson's favorite target. 
right? So not only is he probably top three talent, but he's the favorite target on a pass uh, on a passing team. Oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I I love New Hopkins on there. Number four, I have Julio Jones. I think he had a disappointing season last year. Him and the Falcons worked everything out. I think the Falcons' offense in their second year with Sarkeesian is going to be a lot better this year. And so I think that Julio is going to settle in and be a lot more comfortable, and we're going to see a lot better things out of Julio this season. I I got him at five. Yeah, no, I think he's obviously – I think he and Antonio Brown and and, uh, Odell are the top three receivers. So, um, you know, I just have him a little bit farther down. I think Calvin Ridley might take some touches. I think Sanu will be pretty good. and. And, you know, we'll keep on passing it to uh, Coleman and, and Freeman out the back. Yeah, and Hooper, too. So, I mean, yeah. the Falcons' offense definitely stacked up. So, I don't think we'll be – I, I kind of hope Matt Ryan, though, goes back to the old days where he used to stick Hooper down and only throw the ball to yeah. him. That was fun to watch. Dude, I, I don't know about Hooper. I think if he can stop smoking weed before games, I think he, he wouldn't be so freaking lazy during the game. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of him. But we got some studs around him, so – so Julio will be good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. My number five receiver, this is kind of going to be a shocker to a lot of people, but I actually have Stephon Diggs on there. Kirk Cousins proved he likes to throw to the number two a lot more. He usually runs more of the number two routes, and they let uh, Thielen run the number one routes. I right. mean, Stephon Diggs, he was going into a contract year, so he was one of my real sleepers, but they just re-signed him the huge deal. But I think, I mean, Stephon Diggs is one of those guys, like you can tell he just loves playing the game. He was the number one overall receiver when he went to Maryland. Right. I just feel like that he, he wants to prove that he was worth that deal, and he's going to come out and do it. He's got such a high floor too you know he's going to get five receptions and you know he's going to get 50 yards on every single game mm-hmm. you know so he's he's such a not risky pick that you know he's worth being up there yeah I got the same top five the only the only thing that's different is I got Michael Thomas in there at four uh last year you know PPR he was insane he only had like two or three touchdowns though when he was still mm-hmm. ranked like 10th so if he can get into the end zone even you know two or three more times, he'll be a top five receiver. Yeah, I mean Drew Brees is Drew Brees. So I mean if you got a guy who's throwing for that five, that offense is so sick. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, here's the receivers we don't like. Uh, we don't like the Cowboys receivers. Yeah, not a big Dak Prescott guy. Not a big fan of anybody in the receiving core like we talked about earlier. Um, I'm not. I don't like it. So I would avoid Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson. Honestly, I would probably not even draft Mike Evans till the fourth round, no matter yeah. where he's at on the board. Like in the fourth round, it's it's time to get him. But like no, no Jameis for three he's, games. He's talented, but Jameis is gone, and you know the defenses in the NFC South are studs. Saints defense. You got Marshawn Lattimore not locking mm-hmm. him down. You got the Falcons defense with a really good pass rush, and if Trufant can stop being useless like he was last year, you know he was good two years ago. And then the the Panthers defense, you know, they got the best linebackers, but one of the best run defenses. So it's you got to avoid Mike Evans where people are drafting him. Again, he's talented and worth being drafted, but not in the not in the third round. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he could get some garbage time touchdowns, but or some garbage time points like we were talking about when the team gets down. But I just think it's risky going for him. Um, like we said, we don't really want to touch anybody from the Raiders. There's a lot of high risk. I mean, there's a little high risk, high right. reward with their players, but I think the risk is too high, especially Amari Cooper. Uh, the Panthers wide receivers, Cam Newton's really never had a good wide receiver outside of Steve Smith and Kelvin Benjamin. Right, but even Kelvin Benjamin only had one season, I think, right? Yeah, he had he only his had rookie year, then yeah. he was hurt, and then he got fat, and they 
traded him. So two hundred and seventy pound receiver. Yeah, that's Jeez. what I'm saying. Like Kelvin Ben, I don't really. They did draft DJ Moore. Yeah, you know, I think they were higher on DJ Moore than a lot of other people, though. You know, so take that for what it's worth. I think they drafted. I think a lot of people were happy that the Carolina. Drafted yeah, I laughed when Carolina drafted yeah. DJ Moore. It's kind of like when the Ravens drafted uh, Brashad Perryman. I laughed when they drafted him in the first round. Or He's not panned out. When the Raiders drafted Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, like he was top like, five. He was, yeah, fifth overall. That was retarded. Yeah, that was. That was back when the four four forty was was <laughs> or four three forty was viewed way blown out of proportion, kind of like John Brown too. Right. But uh, the Browns wide receivers, while Tyrod's playing quarterback, I think they're a little more risky. Like we said, though, Jarvis Landry he runs a lot of short routes, so I think he That's could what still. Tyrod likes to throw. Yeah, too. I think yeah. I think he could be decent, but I just think the wide receivers won't be as good as they will be once they the Baker Mayfield gets re- in there. They have a sneaky good receiving core, though. Yeah, I mean, they I think that roster is loaded. I just yeah. don't really. Tyrod's just never. He had one one thousand yard season with Sammy Watkins. Other than that, McCoy and Charles Clay have been his leading right. receivers. So I mean I'm just not I'm not a huge Tyrod guy. When Baker goes in there, I think that their offense will eat. Um, this rookie uh, rookie quarterbacks, I would stay away from most of their wide receivers. With Larry Fitzgerald as the exception, we'll probably right. see Bradford some. And I mean Larry Fitzgerald's done it with in with tons of injuries to quarterbacks down there always in Arizona. So I don't know why yeah. he wouldn't do it this year. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald's just so good. You know he's good at every facet of the game. Yeah, so it doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. But Sam Bradford, when he's healthy, he's good. So as long as he's healthy, you know, Larry's a good pick, and um, I, I'd maybe avoid the other receivers. Though. Oh yeah, you got any other receivers you think we should avoid? Yeah, I wouldn't touch AJ Green where he's getting drafted. I've drafted him like two of the last three years, and if you look at the end of the season at his stats, you know, he's a top ten receiver, right? You know, he gets twelve hundred yards, gets seven or thirteen hundred yards or eleven, you know, d- decent yardage. Uh, a few touchdowns, several touchdowns, but he has like three or four games where he gets 200 yards and two touchdowns. If you take those games away and just go back to what he's averaging the other 12 games, he's like an, a 1,000 yard, you know, 900, 1,000 yard receiver for like four or five touchdowns. That's like, you know, your wide receiver of three or four. You know, so why, if you're taking a guy like that and in uh, the second round, that's just too early. I'm I'm avoiding him. Yeah, I agree with you. AJ Green is the talent. It's just more an Andy Dalton thing, and he's like you said, he's real hit or miss week in and week out. Like you'll get zero exactly. from him one week, and then you'll get thirty, forty the next week. He's... Right. You know, and and until Andy Dalton, I don't think Andy Dalton's bad. I think it's their offensive line's terrible. I think Andy Dalton's not great. Um, they don't have a good run game. Joe Mixon uh, is really talented, and maybe this will help them. You know, I think they they got. Uh, I think they traded the Bills for Cordy Glenn, who was a decent lineman, um, and, and they got Joe Mixon. So maybe their run game will be better this year, and their pass protection, and maybe AJ Green will be a beast. But he's just—it's just too much inconsistency around AJ Green to to draft him that high. I also got, you know, Will Fuller. So Will Fuller had a ton of points with Deshaun Watson last year, but he had like two receptions for 130 yards and a touchdown. At right? one point in time, he had six receptions for – or he had a, he had six touchdowns off eight receptions. Yeah, you know, the, to think that he's going to do that again is absurd. Uh, you know, he was injured last year um, for part of it, I think. You know, he's just – he's a, you know, a one-trick pony. He just runs downfield, and if you can throw him the ball deep, he can run outrun some, uh, you know, a guy or two. But he doesn't have great hands. He doesn't run good routes. 
And like I said, I don't know. I, I think just in general, Deshaun Watson's a little bit of a question mark, so I would avoid Will Fuller too. Yeah, I wouldn't rely heavily on him. I think he's a decent guy that'll risk on as like a as a backup and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get like him as for a, a bench as a prospect for sure. For yeah. sure but yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I had him last year, and I actually ended up trading him. I had to get rid of him. What is sell high as high as I could on him. Um, my sleepers are I've Doug Baldwin. I mean, he's ranked 13th, but I think Doug Baldwin and Russell Wilson have good chemistry. He was pushed out at the one over five times last year. That's a key stat. Which is yeah. like, that's big. Like, that happened to Antonio Brown two years ago. He's pushed out at the one like seven times. So, yeah. I mean, that's huge. Like, every single time it would happen, I would freak out. I'd just be like, are you, like, how many times can this happen to me? That's what happened. Jarvis Landry two years ago had five touchdowns called back, or four yeah. or five. I can't remember. And if he, he would have been like the sixth ranked receiver if he got those four. Yeah, touchdowns. exactly. Like, I feel like Doug Baldwin will have a good season. And like we said earlier, with Russell Wilson makes him better than he is. Right. I've Juju Smith-Schuster. He's ranked really far down the board, he's and he's he's obviously really good. Take when, the top off. Yeah, when Big Ben shows up, like he shows out, like Juju will go off because Big Ben is known to have 500 yard passing games like nothing. Big Ben is just. He's so inconsistent. I don't mm. understand. I feel like it's probably like if he eats something good before the game, he's good, and if he has, you know. McDonald's. He Depends how drunk he gets know. before the game. Before I think that's what it before. is, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Juju's ranked twenty six right now, so I think that's a good value pick as a sleeper. Um, Marquise Goodwin as well. Marquise Goodwin was a top five wide receiver. Uh, over if you average together just the weeks that um he had Garoppolo back there playing quarterback, he went off, and he actually used him in both my leagues to help me win the championships. So I really like Marquise Goodwin as a sleeper. And my last one, Jarvis Landry. He's still ranked him yeah. really high down the board. Uh, he's I think he's twenty three wide receiver so I mean that's really good value he had the him. most receptions out of anybody last year he yeah. led the league in receptions you know so granted he's on a new team granted he's on the boo-boo ba- Browns but uh Tyrod Taylor just uh, Tyrod Taylor likes throwing short routes so Jarvis Landry's a stud yeah I don't know if you watched Hard Knocks or not last night but he seemed really like he's trying to motivate he's everyone leader, he's yeah. a team yeah he's a team leader which is what you want to see out of him right. I mean he, what other sleepers do you have so I got I, I talked about him earlier Anthony Miller for uh, for the Bears, he's a late late round guy, if not a waiver wire guy. But you know he's just so talented. I think he could be the next Antonio Brown. Um, for the Dallas Cowboys, their receiving core is terrible, but they got a guy named Michael Gallup, who is uh, he's from Colorado State, a really talented uh, player. Uh, he could emerge as you know Dak's favorite target. Honestly, I mean Dak. Has, doesn't throw to or isn't a great passer but none of the other receivers have really come out as his favorite target and none of them are really that talented so I mean they're obviously talented but they're not great so um, uh, another one I have is Devontae Adams so I think he's going in like the late second round maybe early third mm-hmm. round um, I think with I think he's super talented. I think he has the potential to be to be top five, even top three fantasy receiver at the end of the year. You know, especially when, uh, or especially now this year, as he's the number one guy, and Jimmy Graham kind of helping to take the safety. The safety has to look at Jimmy Graham now and and, and can't double up on Devonte Adams. I think he has the potential to be. I wouldn't take him till the late second, but I think he has the potential to be. Uh, a stud, you know, a top three receiver this year. And then lastly, Keelan Cole is on the Jags. I think the Jags, first of all, I'm a Blake Bortles guy. I think he's a good quarterback. Um, he's not great, but I think he's good. Uh, if their run game is really, really good, they got Marquise Lee, they got D.D. Westbrook, they just got uh, Austin Stanky Jenkins at tight end. Um, you know, I think Keelan Cole could, that that receiving core will, will help them um, 
just in general in offense, I think Keelan Cole could be their number one guy. If you took the last five weeks of last year and, and you know averaged it out and projected it, he was a 75 reception for 1,520 yards and 10 touchdowns. Obviously, he won't put up that kind of production, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't if he if someone at the end of the year showed me and he had 1,100 yards for eight touchdowns on 50 or 60 catches, I wouldn't be surprised. He averaged like 18 yards of reception last year, so. You know, I think he's a, a really good talent who uh, who's a deep sleeper for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that. I like him too. Um, my prospect wide receivers, I have Christian Kirk for Arizona. I mean, I just feel like that that offense is he's. I thought he was the best receiver in the draft. Him and Ridley. I thought he was so, gonna be a first round guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think he can definitely do lots of big things, especially if he could get some good chemistry together with uh, Josh Rosen. I think he could see a lot yeah. more time and stuff. And plus, the the tension Larry Fitzgerald's gonna get in and, and uh, David Johnson catching passes. So exactly. I definitely like both them. Uh, Cortland Sutton as well. Like we said, I mean, we think that uh, we're going to see a good season out of Case Keenum in Denver. So right. I could definitely see Cortland Sutton doing lots of good things up there for them. I mean, he was a lot of people at him as their wide receiver number one as well coming out in college. And then yep. the other guy I have is Mike Williams. The Chargers drafted him in the first round last year from Clemson. He absolutely balled out on Alabama. Yeah. And now he's uh, – on the Chargers, he's back from injury. I mean, him and Phillip Rivers, I think, could get some good chemistry, and especially with the season Keenan Allen had and with the run game they have. I mean, this Chargers team could be scary. I thought they might go to the Super Bowl, but they have had some injuries in the preseason, which right. which have, haven't made them as good as I thought they'd be. But my other thing about Mike Williams is, too, that the best coach of all time in college football, Nick Saban, had six weeks to prepare for him and Deshaun Watson two, to two separate times, and he couldn't stop them either time. So Yeah, Mike, Mike Williams is a stud. You know, in defense, are gonna have to scout against and, and you know and play to stop Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon. So he could, you know, there could be four or five different weeks where he, you know, has a really really good fantasy week just because he's taking advantage of defenses not really um, focusing on him. So uh, yeah. he, I mean, he's super talented. No doubt. Well, Matt, I appreciate you coming on. For sure, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll have Thanks to for do having a, me. Hey, no problem. We'll have to do a little fantasy update. We'll probably get another one to y'all in the next two weeks when we know a little bit more. I mean, there's a lot of uh, preseason on tomorrow, so we'll find more right. out tomorrow. A lot but, going on, a lot of injuries yet to happen. So. Oh, yeah. No, but we'll see you all next time.